How's it going, everybody? Uh, welcome to the second episode of First Three, First Ten. I'm going to be talking about the first three episodes of SSS S Redman. And I'm also going to be talking about the first three episodes of Zombieland Saga. Now, mentioned somewhere else that I was going to be doing the first 10 of Citron. Don't worry, I will get to the first 10 of Citron. Uh, I just wanted to do that one on uh, YouTube. I am only doing this as audio only. This is podcast only. So, uh, if you guys are uh, interested, when I do do the first 10 of Citron, go check it out on YouTube. Uh, The episodes of SSSS Gridman are very interesting. Um, the studio that's doing it is Trigger, and Trigger has some uh, idiosyncrasies. Uh, Trigger always does crazy action very well. Uh, They've done Kill a Kill, they've done Kiss Niver, they've done, um, like they did Dogs in the Franks, but not really. Like, that was a, a team up with A1, and the problem with uh, Darling in the Franks was that it was the worst qualities of Trigger, qualities of A1, so Trigger, uh, Magan, they've also done, I believe. So, they're doing a uh, throwback to the old Ultraman, to the old um, uh, rubber suit uh, monsters in a uh, paper mache uh, city, uh, just doing uh, damage and going wild. So, yep, I'm noticing a trend with anime. The first episode is getting way more cinematic. The... I noticed it with uh, Goblin Slayer, and I noticed it with uh, this one, in that like, they treat it like a movie. There's no opening intro uh, animation, there's no closing intro, or closing uh, animation, no closing credit animation, I should say. And uh, the first episode, you're introduced to your hero, uh, who has amnesia. He meets uh, a girl in his class, and he's introduced to the class, uh, along with us, and you start start seeing, like, like well-defined characters. There's no um, generic, like, uh, kids or whatever. Uh, each of these uh, characters are... Uh, for the most part, like, unique. Or as unique as you're going to get. You have, like, the sports types. You have, like, the uh, the two best friends to the uh, girl you have. Uh, the, the one popular girl that everyone seems to like, but uh, no one seems to know. And then you have the kid who has it, and he goes to the girl's... Uh, uh, junk uh, cafe, which is you can buy old computers and whatnot, and you can also get uh, car.
coffee, which that sounds like something from the 90s uh, with the uh, Ultraman and uh, Power Rangers because people like know now that Power Rangers came from Japan. They just cast uh, American actors to do the non-Power Ranger stuff. That's why uh, not the body types are obviously lined up with uh, the Japanese legs that they uh, cut, but I'm not entirely sure about that because I know that um, uh, Walter White, uh, not Walter White, um, the guy who plays Walter White in Breaking Bad, uh, also played the dad in Malcolm in the Middle, what the hell is his name? Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston was one of the um, guys in a rubber suit, one of the monsters in Power Rangers. So I'm willing to bet after a certain point uh, they stopped using the um, the Japanese footage and started using uh, American footage because if Brian Cranston was one of those guys in a rubber suit being a monster, then. Uh, or maybe it wasn't even the, like the guy in the suit. Maybe it was just a voice. Maybe they just did a voiceover for everything, or they had to redo like scenes with the American actors in order to become uh, like I would. I would love to have like a, a conversation with like the the people behind Power Rangers and just be like. So, when you guys brought it over, did uh, you guys get the suits, too? Or was it just the footage? Well, anyway, um, the hero uh, is being talked to by uh, Gridman, who is this like Ultraman-type hero. Um, and the reason why it's called SSSS uh, Gridman is because it's like a superhuman samurai. Um, I, I think it's just a superhuman samurai that I know of. I know there's two S's that follow. Uh, that this anime is like a uh, like a spiritual um, successor to like an actual like show that was a rubber suit show. That was called Gridman. I don't know, like, like how many nods that they're putting into it. Uh, I, but it's it's like it's like you. I know that they're referencing stuff, but I do not know what they are referencing because the the thing that sets up uh, the intrigue about this. It's not just going to be a monster of the week show. Is that uh, whenever there's a kaiju attack, the uh, city always manages to find a way to rebuild itself instantly, uh, like magic. And whoever dies in the attacks uh, is rewritten out of history. So, like, reality has changed. Because certain characters die in the attacks in the first episode, and when the hero comes to again, he's the only one that remembers these people that uh, died. And they go to investigate, and and in their investigations, it's revealed that they're, like, their deaths become 
something else. Instead of dying in the attack, they died in middle school. They died uh, in a car accident. So, that's an interesting concept because uh, I don't, I'm curious how they're going to play with it in the future. Uh, because everyone's memories are being rewritten. And I don't want Brass Trigger to have some kind of twist three quarters of the way through saying, like, like uh, you guys are crazy. It's always been, uh, like, Gridman's in your head and he, like uh, you're just imagining people or whatever, but, like, uh, like because the anime is becoming a refrain with a lot of people, so, like, I'm just going to, like, just say it out loud and be kind of vague. Second episode, uh, we realize uh, who the villain is in this show, and I was told that, that it's a good villain, and it is not bad. Um, of course, like, this is an older uh, show that not many people are probably going to remember, but... Uh, I'm just gonna come out and, like, there's probably a better one out there that I, I can't think of or I'm not aware of, but VR Troopers. VR Troopers was, uh, these kids or whatever, they run a dojo and, uh, they get, uh, sucked into a computer and they fight off monsters in a, a virtual setting. Meanwhile, uh, there's this, like, uh, corporate overlord that is also a pretty bad guy who has his own avatar version in, uh, the VR world. Uh, the way that this show works is, uh, like, the villain is someone that they're all close to. Like, it's, it's like a Peter Parker, uh, Norman Osborn situation. Like, um, and the villain, the way the villain acts when the villain is doing villain things is, uh, sociopathic. And you're immediately tipped off to this when, um, you see the villain's home life and there's just a room full of trash that, uh, the villain, uh, is dealing with or just living with because the first thing you see of the villain is not the villain itself but the uh, villain's accomplice which is I want to say like the anti-Gridman I'm not sure like we don't really know how Gridman works because Gridman has uh, associates like there's Gridman in uh, the in the computer there's a hero who turns into Gridman by merging with the computer and becoming Gridman and forming into the world. And then there's, uh, the, uh, associates of Gridman who look like humans and probably might be humans, but they all serve purposes. Uh, so when they, uh, go into the computer, they form weapons or upgrades for Gridman. And third episode, you're 
introduced to uh, the like if the goal is the mastermind, then the monster of the week that you're introduced to is the mastermind's henchman, or should I say the mastermind's knight? The the not dark knight, but uh, the evil knight. Evil knight, the, the evil bad guy knight uh, trope. Um, the, the, uh, this character's name is Anti, and Anti can defeat Gridman because he is uh, designed, and his sole purpose is to defeat Gridman. And he walks around like a kid uh, in the real world. The same way the associates do of the of Gridman, and he can transform into Anti, who is a uh, uh, a kaiju that will uh, adapt and learn. Uh, and he ends up defeating Gridman in the third episode, but it doesn't uh, kill him. So I guess when Gridman gets defeated, he like he turns. He goes back into the computer, but we're not. Sh- I- I'm not sure uh, how the to defeat Gridman. Period. Because the mechanics of the of this world that they're in aren't being explained uh, clearly. Like they're, they're you're seeing things play out, but you're not seeing uh, the mechanisms at play how they work. Uh, one of the things like I, I forgot to mention though was the hero can see these I, I, if they're stone or if they're clouds or what but like all throughout the city that they're in there are kaiju uh, monoliths and only he can see them and once his friends uh, are aware of Gridman only they can see them and This show is is gonna be good. The action is pretty awesome. Uh, you get a sense of uh, the things that um, kaiju shows like Ultraman wish they could have been able to do back in the day. Uh, because I can only imagine, like as bad as the rubber suits look for uh, the, the monsters of the week. The like just use the, the Power Rangers reference. Once all the goddamn Zords got put together, and you had uh, like whatever uh, it was called, uh, like that one looked the heaviest. Like so, they, they only had a limited range of motion. What ha- what happens with the kaiju in this one? Because they're CG. Like there's a lot of uh, like. Uh, movement that's loud. There's a lot of. I, I think anime is starting to get a good handle on CG characters. I'm not saying it's great. I mean, you it sticks out a lot. I mean, it really sticks out in this one. But because they're talking about kaiju and, and like the, like they're they're going from rubber suits to uh, CG animation, uh, like there's a certain charm to it that works. So, first three episodes of SSS Gridman uh, work for me. Uh, I'm going to keep watching it as it comes out. Um, 
I've looked at every band. Like I'm, I'm not entirely sure if I'm talking like uh, past the first three episodes, but I know that uh, there's a lot of like there's a companion for Gridman that upgrade, and of course he can't use them all at once. So like there's gonna be a level up factor eventually where I think he can, or he just becomes Ultra Gridman or whatever. Um, so. They're gonna have to, like, their stories are, are played, they're gonna have to explain, uh, the villain, they're gonna have to explain the hero, like, the hero has amnesia, um, they're also gonna have to, uh, explain or decide whether or not all the people that have disappeared, uh, like, died and disappeared, are either coming back or not, because if you're, if you're dealing with, um, like, reality changing, uh, mechanics, like, who's to say that they're not going to change, uh, again? Uh, so th- there's multiple mysteries. I don't know how many episodes this is slated for. Uh, let's see. Uh, Gurren Lagann ran, uh, let's say, like, uh, 20-something episodes. Uh, Kill a Kill ran t- uh, 20-something episodes. Uh, Kiss and Ivor was short. Like, Kiss and Ivor was, like, a 10 or 13 episode, um... Uh, run. Uh, Darling in the Franks ran twenty something episodes. Like I, I, like I gotta look it up, but I, I know that uh, this show would benefit from uh, a good twenty something episode run. Like either split it into two parts or uh, what have you. Uh, but Trigger has a way when they do their own thing by themselves of things going off the rails, but at the same time, it's a good going off the rails. Like, uh, Gurren Lagann, Kill a Kill, like, like, their third act, uh, became, like, very, uh, big, and bulky, and, uh, cumbersome, and, like, they're not the most satisfying, uh, shows, like, I'll, I'll say that Kill a Kill, like, was pro- is probably my favorite of theirs, uh, so far. Uh, Kiss Niver, uh, like, was trying to be really intelligent and having something to say, but then it just became, uh, uh, like, bad. Kiss Niver, Kiss Niver disappointed with in the ending. Like, it was a good, really, uh, liked it, but, uh, like, like, certain things I wish they'd have just, got, like, gone further with, or just done differently, because they're the, uh, an Evangelion, uh, ripoff, uh, in my opinion, uh, but Trigger is from, uh, the guys, like, the same guys that are in Trigger were in, um, uh, the same people that made Evangelion, I'm trying to think of, uh, what the hell their name is, I, I should, Gaian X. Like, the guys in Trigger used to be in Gainax, so, uh, like, I'm not surprised, but, uh, I just wish they had done, uh, certain things a little bit differently, because there were certain, uh, like, uh, similarities I noticed. Okay, so, uh, moving on, we're gonna be talking Zombieland Saga, uh, Zombieland Saga is an idol show, and idol shows are, um, 
probably like my favorite like like a lot of times idol shows are either like slice of life like uh or they are um like i don't even know how to describe idol shows because idol shows are so uh unique to japan because like it's their pop culture or their not even pop culture like pop music or actually no i won't say pop culture i'll take that back because uh like uh like their idol system is the way we kind of look at like Instagram models here to an extent, uh, except uh, their idols actually do stuff. Um, so the show is done by uh, uh, Studio Mappa, and I found out about them uh, from watching a show called Punchline. And Punchline, the only reason why I know about that show was because. Uh, I have this uh, favorite creator who did the character designs uh, for this show uh, on Punchline. And I really liked that show. It was done pretty damn well. I mean, it, like, it, it wasn't the most memorable show, but uh, it's Empty Land Saga. It's done by them. And uh, you can kind of see uh, uh, certain similarities. Uh, in the um, uh, storytelling, uh, which I'm not even sure. If, like, I, I don't think it uh, had similar writers or whatever. Like, it, like that might be me projecting. So I'd have to look into that be, to be sure. But um, with this empty land saga. It starts off with a girl who's like, oh, I want to be an idol. I really want to be an idol. Like, today is the day that the rest of my life, I'm going to put my best foot forward. I'm going to be this, like, uh, plucky heroine. And she gets hit by a truck in the first five minutes. First two minutes, first five minutes, whatever. She gets hit by a truck, and uh, heavy metal music just starts blaring. Uh you're not going to get the regular opening to the uh, series, but you are going to get the, um, uh, like the, like, this is like a cinematic intro, uh, like it's that, like the, the, the color zombie movies, uh, the old, uh, pulp horror ones that, um, like Quentin Tarantino was trying to, uh, do with, uh, Rodriguez, uh, for, um, Grindhouse, so, Uh, death metal, heavy metal music, uh, just like the scene of the girl getting hit uh, by a truck as soon as she leaves her house because uh, the truck just hits her and she goes flying uh, all over the place and then all of a sudden, end credits, they go, uh, she wakes up in a house with uh, six other zombies, six zombies and she's running away, she's running away in the rain and she comes up to a police officer, and the police officer is scared shitless, and he shoots her, and uh, she looks in the uh, mirror and realizes, oh shit, like, I'm a zombie too, so uh, I, don't, I, I think she gets collected, or she passes out, or she ends up going back, she ends up back in the house, and uh, she is the only one that is like an intelligent zombie at the moment. There's uh, her, a zombie dog, and uh, 
the guy who's introduces himself as manager or uh, he's a necromancer uh, that wants to make an idol group and he wants to uh, save his town of Saga, which if I remember correctly, it's on the move. I don't know, uh, like, the, uh, the geo-social, uh, Japan, but, uh, like, that is, like, hardcore, uh, country and urban in Japan. Um, like, the, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. So, he's in one of the spots where it's, uh, nothing going on. Nothing, uh, that we're talking about, but his idea was to have a zombie uh, group. Uh, he introduces them as a legendary Chari, um, I don't know, hosted, uh, 1700 or 1800s, like a 200 year, like there's like a, uh, 200 or 100 year plus age difference between the oldest and the youngest. And like former idols, like a former solo singer. Um, there's only one zombie that's not introduced. Uh, like the, the the main character heroine does not recognize, uh, or she does not recognize. Um, she wasn't listening when uh, the manager explained uh, who the legendary zombie is, and she doesn't. Uh, uh, like serve much purpose other than like comedic relief. Uh, for the most part, uh, but the first thing that, uh, these zombie girls have to do, uh, for performance is go to a battle of the bands and get some stage time. So, these zombies are just zombies. The only one that's there is the girl, so, during the performance, uh, the music starts playing, and the zombies start banging their heads. It's like, dun, dun, dun. and the, the girl that wants to be an idol uh, just instinctively starts screaming, uh, along with the other zombie who is screaming just because it's uh, screaming. Who happens to be... Uh, uh, Say Sukabon, but uh, it's like, uh, like there's a word, there's words I'm gonna fuck up in the next uh, few sentences, but like bear with me. Uh, like uh, Ozozuka, which I think, uh, and she was basically a leader of a girl gang of bikers. So she's screaming, and I gotta say. Uh, like whether like I don't know who did the character designs on this, but the character designs on this uh, show are awesome, and the direction for the characters is also awesome because the most annoying character is uh, the manager, and he's always uh, going back and forth like between he he has five speeds. He's either very sarcastic, he's either very, uh, like, uh, you can do it, or, uh, he's, like, always, like, uh, like, overdramatic, he's always, always overdramatic, but, uh, like, 
he's always, uh, I think he yells like uh, 20 minutes uh, per episode. Uh, I'd have to check the math on that, but the uh, performance goes well. And it's at the end of the episode that uh, the that uh, five more girls uh, uh, like wake up. They become like uh, intelligent again uh, at the end of the episode. The second episode, the uh, girl that was on the the that was yelling. The, the girl, the biker uh, gang boss girl uh, who has blonde hair, like blonde or a blonde, blonde and pink streak in her hair, I think. Uh, like, if not gray, because uh, each uh, zombie girl has two um, modes basically. Um, they have the ultra cute uh, makeup mode where they look like they would be alive. And then they have the also ultra cute zombie mode where, uh, like, one girl has bandages on her face, another girl like looks like she's Frankenstein. Which, uh, one of the things I'm interested in this show is, do they go into how these characters died? Because we already know uh, how the one character died because we saw it. However, because she's a zombie, she doesn't remember dying. She doesn't remember her life. Like, she just remembers little things here and there. However, um, it becomes apparent later on that, uh, the, like, not, like, even though these zombies don't know, uh, much about themselves, like, they know certain things. Um, the, the biker gang girl knows, like, certain biker gang things about herself. And... In the, I want to say the fourth or fifth episode, like just go ahead, like uh, she has memories of uh, the things she did in her life. The, uh, let's see. The second episode, uh, it's not heavy metal, it's rap. Um, There's a leadership struggle between uh, the heroine and biker gang girl, uh, in that the uh, the two of them have to like the two of them have like a butting of heads because biker gang girl automatically wants to be the leader just because she was the leader in her life she wants to be the leader in uh, the death and so. ends on a rap battle between the two of them and they start having fans because two of the guys from the heavy metal concert show up at the um at the I guess open mic I, I think they were play, uh, singing for seniors or something it was like a seniors uh entertainment show Meanwhile, this whole time, the second zombie girl is still not awake. Like, she's not, still not, uh, and, like, it's always a constant, uh, comedic relief where it's like she's, someone's losing their head or they're falling apart, and they're trying to keep the secret that they're zombies. 
because it's, it's either this episode or the previous uh, or one coming up that uh, some of the girls try to sneak away and uh, yeah it was this one it was this one so two like three two of the girls want to get out and as they're sneaking away uh, they get uh, uh, come upon by uh, hooligans and the cop from the episode one so they realize they're zombies and this is going to be like a source of entertainment I think uh, depending on how well it's done going forward but it's probably going to be pretty good for the most part the uh, zombies uh, when they are come upon in certain situations will scare the shit out of people and it will be hilarious because they the guys that are trying to get with them are uh, they're trying to do it in a rap and then they realize oh shit there's that dead or whatever so and then they were just hiding and running around third episode is a uh, guerrilla warfare uh, performance that they have to do and this is where this 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 is kind of where the show gets less uh, not um I'll put it to you this way it gets less believable or when it gets more realistic if that makes any sense um so third episode the uh they have to put on a performance and there are certain uh girls in the group that are either uh, like talented they're talented girls but they uh, the uh, like they have hangups like one girl was a solo singer she doesn't know how to be in a group the other girl was an idol in her life and she doesn't uh, really believe or I don't even know that but like they like for whatever reason she's not uh, gung-ho about being in another idol group and doesn't think that the zombie idol group can work so it's through like hard work and determination that the uh, the other girls decide they're going to put on a show uh, and it doesn't work they aren't quite good enough and the other two girls decide to come in at the end and help out all that stuff but the show didn't work out so well, and like uh, the this show uh, is going to use CG in certain parts, I guess. And the part that they decided to use it in for this one was the performance, so that they could get more dancing in. They could get uh, like a sweeping um, uh, shots in, and it took me out of it to be honest with you like like i'm still not used to seeing like cg being the centerpiece of uh an anime like i don't mind like cg backgrounds uh or heavily rendered cg uh backgrounds because i think back like old witch hunter robin episodes where there was a shit ton of cg in those things i mean there really was but uh it was pretty damn good Will I keep watching this show? Yes. The first two episodes are really awesome. Uh, the third one is really awesome as well. But it's... 
like it just shows you that this is going to be it shows you what the show is going to be like uh it's probably going to get better uh, i don't know uh to the extent it's going to get better i'm hoping it gets better uh because uh the way um, the punchline went was, and I don't know if it had the same writers and directors and all that stuff, I doubt it, but at the same time, though, the quality, I think, was there. The, uh, the, that show got crazier, and it was consistent. This show is crazy, I think, it, and it's, uh, so far, so good. Uh, I've watched, uh, through five episodes, so it's gonna be good like going forward so it's definitely worth watching but uh so anyway that was the first three of s s s s gridman and uh zombie land saga so uh, i recommend you guys check out both of them uh don't worry I'll, I'll eventually come across something i don't recommend you guys checking out based on three episodes but uh until then peace